0: Welcome to episode 14 of Cultured Bubs. I'm your boy Will. No Drew today. Um, unfortunately did not want to see the movie we'll be talking about. Said it was too scary. Um, hope you're doing great at home though, Drew. Um, but our guest today, we got a full crew of guests um, filling in all three seats. We got Turbo, we got Dustin, we got Russell. We'll go left to right. Turbo, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: My name is Turbo. They, uh, these guys know me probably for going up by five years now. I uh, consider myself uh, definitely a movie buff. Uh, horror would definitely be my favorite genre. I um, definitely love the action genre as well. Anything that's that's just a generally good movie is something that I'd be a fan <laughs> of. Anything but anime.
0: <laughs> For sure. For sure. You gotta, you know, we're too tough.
1: All right, well, that goes without saying.
0: <laughs> we like the Norsemen. Yeah. Exactly. I <laughs> liked Tom and Jerry when I was a kid. But well, Yeah, um, Tom and Jerry as a kid is... Yeah, it's it's tremendous. You can't, yeah, you can't beat it. There's a lot you can't beat though. But Dustin,
2: Tom and Jerry's pretty tough, man. Yeah. Some oh, you can't get away with things. that I got stuff these days, mallets, man. No. I mean, the <laughs> cats, are they're, they're you know,
0: Tom Cat, he's getting he's getting whipped around.
2: You ever get it's hit in the face with an <laughs> iron? It's not good. Tom up. has. Um, I'm Dustin. Uh, uh, I like uh, I like movies. I uh, I used to want to be a filmmaker myself and went to Full Sail University online. I didn't get to actually go there because my mom wouldn't let me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't finish either. I just you know got a whole bunch of uh, debts now. So but anyway, I like movies. I love horror movies and uh, I like you know your typical artsy fartsy movies. I like action movies. Um, I like it all. I don't know, man. Is it really? life if you don't have debt. Yeah, exactly. So. An obscene, an it. obscene amount of, of debt, man. It's part of life. Yeah.
0: Um, Russell.
3: My name's Russell. Um, yeah, I've, I've known these guys forever. Uh, met Turbo about five years ago. We work at the same uh, store. Um, Dustin I met when we were in middle school. Uh, <laughs> shared interests. We've always loved movies, um, music, music. Any, any sort of media, um, especially horror, sci fi, stuff like that. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, obviously, the reoccurring theme is we all love the genre of yeah. horror. Absolutely. Um, I also just
1: want to add that these two are each both tremendous musicians as well. I think, right. I people think here.
0: everyone sitting here outside of me is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a little drum set of them pipes. <laughs>
2: That's right, dude.
0: Mr. Roboto sticks. <laughs>
1: I
2: have heard that. <laughs> that's that's
0: my that's my Domo. peak music ability is that, that one note that high pitched <laughs> yeah. note dude. Yeah. I heard you. But uh outside of that, yeah, I'm, I love listening to music. Love listening to all you guys, you know. Turbo shredding on the Snapchat story a little bit back, you know, and then you guys releasing some music here. You you just are you have soon, or have you? Like, have you officially released it?
2: Uh, I have a demo on Bandcamp.
0: There you go. Yeah. So check out the Bandcamp. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, I've heard you live, I think, four or five times, and every time steals a show. Waiting to hear Russell here live. I know it's coming soon. Excellent. I know it's coming soon. It's got <laughs> But anyways, we're here today because we love the horror genre, and just coming out this last week was The Black Phone. Um the reception of it, early on, fantastic. After the movie's been out for a week, still great. The critics love it. The audience score is high. So it it's really, it's sitting in a good place as far as newer horror movie goes. Um, came out June 24th, 2022. Scott Derrickson directed it and wrote it. Also wrote and directed Sinister and the first Doctor Strange, which is the better of the two Doctor Strange. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely the, you know, in my opinion, a movie that was underrated when it came was coming out. A lot of people didn't know, you know, Doctor Strange is one of those marquee names in Marvel, but um, probably a top ten Marvel movie in my opinion. I know you guys aren't are really big Marvel fans, yeah. but Scott Derrickson was fantastic in that, so he's three for three for me now. Um, were you gonna say something? No, no. That? From from what
1: little I know of, of the Marvel universe, I know that the the Doctor Strange stuff is is a lot cooler than most.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could definitely see a lot of great effects in the Dr. Strange movies, very, you know, trippy movies. If you're not in the right mindset, they're sometimes, you know, crazy to watch, but um, fantastic job by Scott Derrickson, obviously, in his first two big ones, um, Sinister coming in 2012 and Dr. Strange coming in 2016. Um, This movie was based on a book, a short story called The Black Phone, written by Joe Hill, Um, I didn't know that before the movie, so that was cool to find out that it was derived from not only a a book, but a short story, so Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, Derrickson had his creative freedom adding what he needed to to make this a movie. Um, Cast, out of this world, I think we can all agree on that, Ethan Mm Hawke, great performance, Um, Mason Thames played the main character, Finn, we had Madeline McGraw, who, we'll get into it, but might have had one of the best child child performances I've ever seen. Yeah, Um,
1: she, 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 wow. Yeah, She seriously, uh, she stole the show, man. There were a few scenes with her that were, they were uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um,
3: extremely well-rounded. I know you said we would get into this later. No. no I'm, 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 I'm what getting you guys into like. it now. We're having fun, we're having fun here. Madison, this is America. Extremely, extremely well-rounded performance from her. Uh, there were times that she was, you could tell she was so scared Yeah, there were times where she was just hilarious. Absolutely, oh yeah, and times Uh, where yeah, Yeah. just badass in general. Yeah. Definitely very a very good.
0: Great performance. And then after further research, I found out that she was also in a Marvel movie. She was her oh, first really? like big appearance was as Little Hope Pym in Ant Man and the Wasp. So you know it's it's kind of cool seeing like I know this doesn't you guys aren't as interested oh, in this Stewart. as me being a Marvel oh, fan. Yeah, yeah but yeah. seeing you know and it always blows my mind too. This isn't what we're talking about at all. But John Watts, who directed the Spider Man trilogy, his first movie was Clown, that Netflix movie. Really? Okay. which that's crazy to go from that to Spider. Like well, it's cool to wow. see like. These well, direct Joe, not only actors you know we always talk about well-rounded actors you know range but directors too directors yeah, and writers with range. Yes. Clown
1: was a weird dude. Well, Joe yeah. Hill, do you guys know oh. who Joe Hill is? Right. That's Stephen. That's uh, Stephen King's. Oh, son. that's right. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. God. that's Stephen that. King's son. That makes this he even better. Like <laughs> head, yeah. Like... So uh, you you have this. It, it really did. If you think about it now, it does kind of feel like a Stephen King story, but yeah. push, push, somebody pushed it a little me. further than King would have. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody
0: came up to me and asked me if this was a King movie when mm-hmm. I was telling them that we were doing this episode. And I was like, no, it wasn't, but you could definitely get that vibe. Mm-hmm. 100%. I, yeah, didn't realize, yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah. You know, I, when I was just like, I said, Joe Hill, yeah, that's it's that's Stephen King's yeah. son because yeah. he you it's know they don't name. right so all these connections from this movie also make it fun. E. Roger Mitchell delivered a great performance as you know the lead investigator, and then Jeremy Davies as the father. Um, that's the big names for the cast. The rest, you know, obviously not discrediting any of the performances because I thought all the kids were great, which we'll get into as well. Um, but let's start with the beginning um, and interject whenever you want, or we can go around whatever you guys feel comfortable with. Let's talk about the beginning a little bit. So you know the lead up to the grabber getting our main character what he faces the bullying um friends with robin you know bruce and the baseball like what did you like dislike about the beginning of the movie the, the lead up to what set up obviously the entire movie um I and thought the opening.
1: To... I thought the opening credits were impressive, honestly. Well, opening as, as soon great. as the opening credits started, and the, you, you get that eight millimeter sort of hard cuts and oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and really yeah. really gritty sort of imagery, it's a yeah. throwback.
2: Now yeah. that I know that he directed Sinister, I didn't realize that. But it totally makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Or... The, the scene where where we'll get to it, but the, later on in the movie <laughs> where it mm-hmm. looks like one of the dream sequences yes, from the first yes, Sinister. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: oh, yeah. Dustin
2: Russell, the beginning, the lead up. I thought, I thought it was cool. At first, I was like, I was like, okay, we're in the 70s, you know, he's kind of going through the, the yeah. town on the bike, you know, and he's smiling and, like, you know, it's all, almost sort of, like, surreal, you know? Yeah. But, it, it, but it's just, like, establishing that, okay, we're in the 70s and, you know, people don't have cell phones and we're, like, going over to our friends' houses to see if yeah. they can hang out and stuff.
1: Very dazed and confused. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
2: exactly. And then, and then at the very end of, like the bike scene, the yeah, bike with scene with Bruce, and you see the van. Then I was like, okay, well, it had to be that at that heightened surreal happiness. Yeah, just like on like blue velvet. Yeah, yep. You know, it's yep, just absolutely. out of this world. Nothing is this perfect. You know, You're right? Yeah, and I I like that they that they did it that way.
0: The setting was a pleasant surprise. Um, I, I should have picked up on it in the trailer. Um, because I only watched the one trailer, but I mean, just by the bike and. Probably the clothing, I should have picked up that this was moved from the 70s, but that was a pleasant surprise, because obviously mm-hmm. when you throw it back to the 70s, 80s, it just makes it fun, you because yeah. you don't yeah. have the phone, like, right. everything's just, yeah, that's, and I'm also, you know, a nostalgic guy, you guys know that about me. Well, so. it,
1: well it, you, I feel like the introduction of the cell phone and all that kind of stuff, it puts too many, um...
0: Elements. It, well, yeah, it, it, it's
1: there's too, too, really too many ridiculous. outs for, you know, no matter what situation you're in, you pick up the phone, that you're out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where <laughs> if it's 1973... You don't even know if this person has a rotary phone. Right. They might not have paid their... You might be...
2: It, true. it could be like a whole couple of scenes just for someone to communicate something to a, something simple to somebody else. Right. You know, yeah. like that was that's the beauty of it. I that had
3: was. I had no idea it was uh, it took place in the seventies either. Mm.
0: I think it was seventy eight was the official. Seventy eight. We looked yeah. it up. Yeah. Like, it was seventy eight. It did. But.
2: It did say it, it was like a lower third or whatever at the very beginning, where there was like the establishing oh, really? shot of the baseball oh, okay. field. It's but it's in like it's white letters and you can't really. Yeah. Like, you, you can Little Easter it. egg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Going into it, I I had only seen, I I had not seen any trailers or I I hadn't heard anyone talk about it. I had only seen the picture of Ethan Hawke in the mask. Yeah, which and, in itself is and enough to make
0: you interested yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the movie. scene. Yeah. Ethan Hawke on the cast list. Yeah,
3: right. I, I'm glad it wasn't uh, shout some out to Tom Savini
1: by the way for the mask. Was that really Tom Savini? Oh, Tom Tom Savini. Wow! Oh,
0: that's hell awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this Savini movie has. just keeps getting better. Yeah, <laughs> exactly throw. Although
1: I will say, I am shocked if if this movie does not get sued by the Van Ghost. It does. <laughs> yeah. It does. Because, not. It, it, because that, that, that nameless too. ghoul like, mask yeah. is there's yeah. just different iterations of the nameless ghoul mm-hmm. mask, which is awesome. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But th- that's like an intellectual property. Like that's yeah. 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 Maybe Ghost will watch Whoa. the movie and be like, "Ah, oh, it was great." Yeah. Well, (laughs) we we can hope. Yeah,
3: the the band is probably cool with it. Their legal team is probably (laughs) yeah. That's usually how it goes. As
0: far as like the lead up though, this is where we get probably one of the or I I will say the the first couple great scenes from Gwen, um again played by Madeline McGraw. We get police interrogation at the school, um Mm. because she told Bruce's sister who was the first kid kidnapped on screen. Um, about her dreams, and this is where we kind of find out, you know, she has psychic dreams, she's seeing things, um, and we have one of our funny one-liners where she calls them, you know, fucking fart knockers. people <laughs> <laughs> um, don't say fart knocker enough.
3: We <laughs> <laughs> need which, to bring that back. Which was incredible, because it just catches you off guard. And she was not that um, tenacious up until that point. Yeah. You know, she was kind of reserved. Mm. She was just... This Ben's best friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but I, but I and like then she, she says that she breaks him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like when like she yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: But don't you like that she gets kind of demonstrative defending her yeah. brother? Like yeah. nothing else. Like yeah. everything else, she's totally. I so, like, love the relationship. And she's just like, now hold up, hold. Wait a minute now, and like she'll step in because that kid at this time didn't have a backbone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what that kid told him. You're gonna have to stick up for yourself mm-hmm. sometime, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I could, I could always tell that she well. There, there's like one little thing that she does in the scene where she's, I think it's the scene that she's actually introduced is when they're in the kitchen at home in the morning getting ready for... Yeah, and she whatever. drops the bread and she's like, yeah, oh, yeah, they're they're Sorry, they're Daddy. Books, yeah. And then she like looks over at uh, Finn. Finn and she's like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever yeah. it was. A little shit. Yeah, <laughs> like she's, she's ornery. You know? Oh, yeah. She's, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Second great scene from the, the lead up is this scene, I think, is so great because of how real it felt. And this is where I think a lot of her performance was solidified as one of, I'll say it, my one of my favorite childhood performances. And it's the scene where her dad finds out, you know, the cops go to his work because she's having these dreams. Mm. And so he's, I guess, maybe becoming a suspect at that point. And he's beating her with his belt. Mm. And, oh my gosh, the tears, everything just... It yeah. felt really... I almost... I, I started shedding a tear in the theater because it felt like this was really happening. It didn't yeah. feel like acting at yeah. that point. The
1: but last time I saw a movie that made me really uncomfortable with child abuse like that was Radio Flyer. Okay. Mm-hmm. From the early 90s. Um, Tom Hanks' son was actually in it. Mm. Uh, oh, wow. It was about a, an abusive father with the kids and it mm-hmm. was... It went pretty hard like that too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that, was, that was tough to watch, man. And I... You know, Jeremy Davies... I'll be 100% honest with you, this guy's one of my least favorite on-screen people throughout his career. Yeah. From Corporal Upham, who can't get around, to his <laughs> buddy up the stairs, to this jack-off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, we, were, we, we talked vaguely in the parking lot after seeing this movie last week, and um, we all agreed like there definitely could have been a more monstrous guy that played
3: the father. You know, somebody that just, you were more
0: scared of when you saw
3: him. I think I think it's uh, it's it's a point that he was um, he wasn't that he was uh, just a piece of shit drunk father yeah. that makes his character. Yeah. I wouldn't say I disliked um, David's performance, his acting, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think I think his character was f- was fine for that role. It, uh-huh. it could have been better. Yeah, it could have no. been worse for sure.
0: Right. When you go yeah. on the cast list, I would say though he's probably the first one I change. Yeah. I don't even know if I would change it. I just, not that it was bad. I'm just saying, like,
1: you kind of, especially near the end when he had the, his his epiphany, his softness. When I look at it now, it it makes sense now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he's not he's not a bad dude at heart. Yeah. But like you said, this he's dude's torn. a piece of shit. Right. I was yeah. gonna say you. Like, but you it, also
0: find out later in the movie that he lost his wife to right. suicide, and right. that makes it make more sense. Definitely. Absolutely. Right. Um. Which you start to feel for him a little bit because he's like, I don't want to lose you like that to Gwen. Um, mm-hmm. But we're, we're getting out of ourselves at that <laughs> point. But this scene, though, in particular, it just... It, it felt real. Yeah, and yeah. I think yeah this is, you know, And she's like, my dreams don't matter, or whatever she says. And yeah. you're just like, like... It was
1: incredible. And she was really good Yes, yeah, Yeah,
3: he was making yeah. her repeat it over and yeah. over and yeah. over. And, and her acting was spot on oh. yeah. during, throughout the entire film. Yeah.
1: Now, I'm, I'm just curious because I know very successful directors in the past have done things to actors that aren't necessarily kosher yeah. to get the right reaction on uh, screen. Uh, Shelley Duvall. Yeah. Shelley Duvall. Yeah. You know, you, there's a, there's a lot. I right. mean, the, the, uh, Rob Reiner from Stanford in the stand by me scene when Gordy's bawling, my dad mm. hates me. My dad hates me. He couldn't get him to ball hard enough. Mm. So he approached him and he said, I want you to know that everybody on set is here Two hours after they're supposed to, they're miserable, they're hot, and they're waiting on you to get it right. And you can't do it. And it broke wow. him. And he Whoa. started crying and like got real frantic, and then he caught the take. Wow. And then went up afterwards and said, I'm so sorry. I'm curious if something like that happened yep. in that scene, because
0: her, she was just... It was real. Yeah. 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 It was... That's, that's the only thing you can say it was, it was real that's, yeah. that's what it felt like yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you just have to remember that it's a movie when you see that scene yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. but um as far as like the lead up the the other stuff we get that's fun um, we we see this kid named Robin Ariana or something like that Arianda and he's uh, was it? he's a badass
1: total badass Is yeah. this
0: Yamada? Yamada no Bruce's last name was, oh, Bruce he was Yamada he was, Honestly, he was like Ariana Bruce. or something yeah. like that yeah, but um when I first saw this kid, he's, you know, beating this bully's face in, I was thinking a mixture of Ralph Macchio's Karate Kid with Corey Feldman from The Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else that. Corey Feldman them. with the headband. for yes, sure. Yes. Total, I, I was getting, throwback. I was getting the fight feel from, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> from The Karate Kid. So I really liked it in that sense because, you know, you, it gave me a feel of two of
2: my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, he was like Billy Jack. Okay. He's, he was the 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 dude in the seventies yeah. who just knew all the martial arts, and he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my foot and kick. Oh, you know, he's like whoppy right on the side <laughs> of your yeah. face, and you <laughs> you gotta watch that if you haven't seen okay. it, and then you'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> well,
1: one thing I did like as well. I, I don't. This is kind of off topic, but the casting. You know, sometimes you'll see in movies where it's like a 16 year old will play an 11 year old. Yeah, they didn't do that. They, yeah. Everybody felt pretty.
0: Close yeah, to pretty her. close. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but on the topic of Robin, we don't really know, obviously, when the fight's happening that he's actually really good friends with our main character, Finn. Mm-hmm. And um, Finn's chased into the bathroom by bullies, Robin comes in, and, you know, he's taping his hand with the blood, tells these bozos to get out, and mm-hmm. this is where we get, you know, someday you're going to have to stick up for yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't really think anything of it, which we'll get into it, obviously, but that line was important, and... Then we have, you know, the fun banter, you know, we have the reference to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, you gotta check that movie out, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dragon. I'd, yeah. Yep. I'd have been yep. friends yep. with those Dragon. kids, yeah. man. I think it's when totally... he said End of the Dragon, I was like, oh, oh my, dude, yeah, <laughs> I I said, I, <laughs> I'd have been friends with both of these My kids, interest yeah. was Pete, man. <laughs> I was in. But, uh, so definitely, uh, you know, you, as far as like a horror movie goes, there was definitely scenes, you know, that, you know, were fun and mm. comedic and you always like that, you know, you always like to have the, the range in every movie as well. Um, but then, you know, the lead-up leads up to Finn seeing Ethan Hawke's character, the Grabber, drop these eggs. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm a magician. Um, do you want to see a magic trick? And he goes, are those black balloons? And the people I've talked to outside of you guys about this movie, they're like, why would you go towards the black balloons? And I'm like, I think maybe Gwen, you know, told him his her dream. And he, it, like, caught his attention that there were yeah. black balloons. And he, like, mm-hmm. just took one step and Ethan Hawke went too late yeah yeah. yeah I, no, I, I one step that he knew forward foot in a bear trap yeah. yeah and obviously that's when we see the grabber yeah. in action for the first time on screen
2: I want to point out though whenever he grabbed uh, Robin mm. that scene that shot blurred out yeah dude that was the coolest shot of the movie for me whenever Robin is walking toward he's just like walking home from school or whatever yeah. and he's going through the parking lot and I think they said
0: he was captured in a grocery store or, yeah, 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 At yeah, yeah. like the back end of
2: a grocery store. Yeah, yeah. Something. And he's walking, and you see the black van, the black van, and and then you see the grabber come out, and it's yeah. like all blurred out. And Robin's walking towards him, and you just see like his cape flowing. Yeah. And it just. Yeah. That's there's some, That was. That's a
1: throwback shot too, because there's some yeah. stuff from from the 80s stuff, Driller Killer stuff that yeah. have yeah. shots similar to that. Sorority yeah. House yeah, Massacre.
2: Like that shot. Might have cemented that movie for me as like a a future cult classic for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, it
1: almost is just like the Slumber
2: Party Massacre
1: yeah. when they come up on that van. Yeah, mm-hmm. at, at school. Yeah,
2: absolutely. absolutely.
0: I I liked that we didn't see much either though. Like
1: the, yeah. with
2: Bruce, we saw
0: the van pull up obviously, but mm-hmm. we didn't really see. Ethan Hawke in action. Right. Mm-hmm. Implication and, is everything. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The suspense, the build up. Yes. And obviously you know this guy cuz you see the abracadabra van he's coming out of mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Oh, here we go. Yeah, It's happening." <laughs> yeah. You know. I'll make crackers spend the next hour in a basement. Yeah. 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 And
1: yeah. you know even even the, the the costume design of, you know, Ethan Hawke and just his weird almost uh albino with mutton chops and a top hat. So and this face like a, was actually it his and face like, was painted white yeah
0: and we find out obviously later that he doesn't like his face being revealed but yeah. that's a small detail that you don't really know till the end either that's mm-hmm. like well I was pretty wonder cool wonder you know? though yeah I know that's another thing I'm like what, what, happened happened
1: to, what happened to him where's their old man
0: I don't know
2: I, I bet they'll make a sequel and they'll probably get yeah. into all that yeah which, we'll right we'll get into a sequel like, talk as well. But you know, I, don't do it. I just don't, don't do want to know right now. Yeah. like I want to just have it in my head. Like maybe it's this. Maybe he, he went yeah. through this. You know, this
3: is either this is going to be one of those movies that's that's either going to take off and get another sequel, or it's going to be a nice guy situation uh, where everybody who watches it loves the movie. Yep. it deserves a sequel, and then it never happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there wasn't enough ticket sales. Yeah. yeah. I I doubt that'll happen with this movie though. Right? I think it's, it's gonna. Be like, I think it's gonna be like Sinister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a Blum. Yeah. Since it's Blumhouse too.
0: and the same guy as Sinister. You know, I think it's that's the route it's probably gonna go. Mm-hmm. But sure. we'll see. I mean, that doesn't mean that it's gonna be bad. But we'll get into that. Um, Who are you fooling, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> not all sequels are bad. Look at Back to the Future. They released three great movies.
2: Yeah, successively. Yeah. Yeah. Well. They, they, they are the anomaly
1: and not the rule, you then. Oh, 100%
0: agree with Godmother. that. Godfather, <laughs> you know, we,
1: we can go back and say some sequels are great, but the the, the rule, usually they, they don't live up to it. Unless it's like, you know, announced like, we're making a trilogy, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, if it's like a part, you know, like a huge, sprawling mm-hmm. epic, then, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, so now we have our main character locked in a soundproof basement, Um and this is where we could see a lot of the fun stuff. So this is where the black phone's introduced. It's an unplugged phone, rotary phone, on the wall. That's another hint I guess I should have got to it being a retro movie, is the fact that it's a rotary phone. But, I mean, also that even if it was a modern, I think having a rotary phone unplugged adds the suspense to it. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Um,
2: but... I thought it was gonna be like about a cell phone. Like I wasn't. So did I. I wasn't really excited about it. <laughs> like, what, are they gonna send fucking text messages? <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see the air bubbles. In and that's where, that's, <laughs>
0: <me>. <laughs> that's where you know going the retro route definitely helped this yeah, movie out. Yeah. Um, but we get a lot of iconic scenes there during uh, while we see Finn down in the basement. So obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. I'll start. One of my favorite scenes was probably the egg scene. Um, the second time he got mm-hmm. eggs so okay. oh, yeah. the first time you know he brings Finn down and this was great too And or he brings the eggs down to Finn and Finn goes what'd you put in him he's like Salt and pepper. Like, that <laughs> was great, yeah, too. Yeah. That was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Was I want, so I'm just going to say
1: it, too. Those eggs look really good. <laughs>
0: <Those eggs laughs> yeah. brought them down, would have <laughs> the shit out just of those eggs. On eggs. But he was like, yeah. um, why would I have to poison you? I already have you down here. That was great. Right. But the mm-hmm. second time, when you know he's like, what's your name? Mm-hmm. And he, you know, obviously tells him the wrong name. He's like, I was really starting to like you. I was uh, going to let you go. And drops his I, eggs Yeah, I
1: love like, the idea of psychological warfare He was never in love. No, 100% not letting him go. He was never in love. But I like the idea of the grabber's prolonged... It, this could take a while. This doesn't matter. Yeah. This, this prolonged torture. And
3: yeah. it's and it's a good thing you say that. Like I, I think a lot of movies like this will um, set the scenario up where they need the grabber to be in jail and telling, well, I was never going to let them go anyway. But right. they never said anything like that. Yeah. There was a lot of lines where he was saying things like, I'm gonna treat you better or I'm gonna let you go. Right. And you as the viewer know that's never gonna happen. Yeah. They don't have to explain it to you. They, yeah. did, they, they res- didn't do yes, that. It
1: respected exactly. its audience for sure. Yeah. I do agree with that. Yeah. There was a lot of implication. There was nothing was spelled out for you. Yeah.
0: And we also get to see one of the most iconic scenes when probably of the movie when Ethan Hawk's sitting up in the kitchen. With, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Short on, That's going to uh, be a meme. Another it's a yeah, yeah. It's
1: such a shame. Yeah. It's such a shame because be it fell in his
0: hand and. It's such
1: an intense moment, yeah. though. Like, yeah. It is kind of like. Masked there is a funny. funny face. There is a funny aspect to it, but that scene is messed mm. up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You don't know what that dude is prepared to do if that kid comes mm. upstairs.
0: Yeah. yeah. And obviously, you see he leaves the door open and, and all of us are like, Finn, what? go up there. Mm-hmm. And then he this is where he gets his is this his first call? I believe yes. this is his first yeah, yeah. Don't go up there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the there. First, well, no It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the, the first call where you hear where somebody talking. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the rest is just static. Yeah. No. And um don't go up there. And then he still goes up there. Nick and Maddie told me when they saw it a day after us that there was a little kid in the theater and they were like, Finn, they told you not to go up there. And everybody in <laughs> the theater like started busting out laughing. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, but that but
1: that just so goes to show you though, these kids the younger kids now, their sensibility is too... They're too smart. Yeah. They ain't gonna um, fall for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that kid's probably nine years old or something, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah,
2: But that's one thing I think that this movie was showing is that, like, yeah, they're kids, but they're not stupid. No. They were very yeah. capable. And yeah. they were
1: tough kids. They were not, like... Wimps. They were very capable. Yeah. Well, it was
2: showing that someone who might be considered a stereotypical wimp, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Can get the job done. Oh yeah. Uses his brain to do it. Yeah. That kid did a nice job, man. He really did. Yeah. While we're
0: sitting, while we're talking about the basement scenes, I will say if you're going to this movie expecting that you're going to be scared out of your socks, it doesn't. It's not as scary as people like thought it'd be. But the psychological thriller of it Mm -hmm. is definitely what makes this movie spectacular. Um, I mean, there's probably, what, two, three, maybe four jump scares. Yeah. yeah, Dustin could attest they got me. And there I were mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, probably, yeah, I probably yeah. jumped on yeah. Dustin. <laughs> I, I got the
1: one in, when the, the when she was on her bike. That's the one that got me. When mm-hmm. there were, all those kids were in a line. Oh yeah, that yeah, one the scared flashed. the shit out of yeah. me. Yeah. There was
0: the one when he's like flashlight down the down the line, and then yes. the kids just like upside down, neck slit. And well, you I, you heard that dripping. Yeah, you didn't see anything. It, and I thought it was footsteps at first, but apparently it was supposed to be like the sound of water. It was his blood. And mm-hmm. I before like when he started going down, I was like, oh, great, we're getting something. And I think Dustin chuckled. And then it still got me. Like mm-hmm. as soon as it popped up, I was like, "Oh God!"
3: I thought it was going to be the grabber. Yeah, I thought so door, too. Like tapping, tapping his, his leg and or something. That would have
1: been really eerie, though, because yeah. it would have been like almost a callback, like that *Inner Sandman* video yeah. type thing, where the old man is just yeah. watching the kids sleep, and it's yeah. like there's but, something really scary about that.
2: But that's the beauty of the way that they did their uh, their jump scares, because. In every other like newer horror movie, run of the mill horror movie that you see a jump scare, like you know who it's gonna be, it's already but it's just allowed more. It's allowed. And noise. they're
0: expected like every ten minutes. Yeah. it's, and th- it's like this time, a schedule. You it's didn't routine.
2: Know, This time you didn't know who it was gonna be. Like yeah. I didn't know it was gonna be the grabber. I didn't know it was gonna be another kid. Yeah. Like they left me. Especially guessing.
0: since we didn't even like meet the first three kids that were kidnapped. Yeah. So we yeah. only know Bruce and Robin, mm-hmm. and then obviously Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean. All the sh- most of the shots in this movie are out of this world, um, and obviously Scott Derrickson's direction is stellar. Again, but as far as the basement, we did get a scene with Ethan Hawke as the grabber, um, just you know sitting there when he wakes up in the morning. He's like, "That was so good." He's like, "I just wanted to watch you,"
3: and, and he's and, tearing up. Yeah, me yeah, and Rose, yeah, so we were precious. talking about
1: that, and there's a really strange tenderness yeah. to Ethan Hawke when he's when he's doing that. And it's, it's he's He's literally crying. It's precious to him. Yeah. Like there, it's, it's,
3: it, this is this, this is, is something that is deeply connected with Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Like maybe he has spent time right. laying on that bed in his life. Exactly. That's, right. that's
1: that's what I'm thinking. Maybe he. Maybe his old. You know, You don't know. Maybe his old man had him down there. You know. Who knows? Right. Yeah.
2: For me, it was like my like the immediate thought I had was, he wishes he. Could have had this, like, like a ch- he, even he, a childhood? he wishes he could have had a childhood. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought about. Yeah. It. I
1: don't know, you know. I mean, you know, taking away innocence, just like his, was taken yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Also, did you notice whenever that uh he was introduced in that scene, like he's revealed? Did you notice if there was like a big sound effect or not? No, no, there. You no, know, it wasn't like whoa. I mean, it he just was, panned too. It panned. I mean, and he, he was like, just kind of hanging because out because he wasn't. Yeah. He, he wasn't trying to hurt him. No. Not at all. It's no. just but that's showing—like a, a, a sad person. Mm. And it's
0: the attention to detail that's also great about this movie. Yeah. Speaking of sounds, the intro that you talked about—that's where we also get the start of what I think is a great score as well. Absolutely. A great, a great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it felt sinister esque. Mm. A lot of the a lot of the sounds from the soundtrack, which I'm not mad at, because I thought that was a great soundtrack as well. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, absolutely. Super yeah. atmospheric,
1: super um, chambered
0: yeah yeah no you know. Eerie. Eerie. yeah, yeah. The, the word we've used a couple times but um, another scene another thing we talked about in the parking lot was the laugh and we you know we all kind of agreed it felt like he stole <clears throat> the joker's laugh in his particular Joaquin Phoenix. We were talking like I wish he developed his own laugh but at the same time I'm sitting there and I'm like, if you're going to like you know base your laugh off anybody, I thought that was a great laugh to be cuz i love Joaquin Phoenix's joker laugh. Yeah. I don't know if i'm in the inferior thinking that's top tier. I mean honestly, i think mean, the only bad joker laugh is Jared Leto. But <laughs>
1: who's that? <laughs> Paul Allen.
0: Paul Allen. Oh. I know that guy. <laughs> he went out of town not too long ago,
2: didn't he? he never I don't He But
0: uh i i enjoyed the laugh in that sense, but where we first kind of hear this laugh is another scene that we, we forgot to mention when Finn's like I'll scream. I'll scratch your face. And he's like, this face? And I'm like, "Oh, Like, that's where, like... he tells
1: me he has thought this through. Yep. He's heard (laughs) it. That right there, obviously, it's it's not the same, but it was Silence of the Mm Lambs-esque in the abduction and the whole, you go ahead and scream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm five steps ahead of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, this very playful, yeah. Yeah. Sin- like, like he sinister. Knows what say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it does all
3: the time. He's kids. trained. Yep. He's yep. done this many times.
0: Rehearsed it.
3: It was yep. awesome. But, I
0: mean, I can't talk enough about Ethan Hawke's performance. Still. But. but I, yes, thank you for saying
1: that because I think that, especially guys. Sorry to interrupt you. I, no, I, you're 100% I, I apologize. Fine. Fine. Guys, his caliber of actor are usually terrified to do something, A that is maniacal, and yeah. be with a mask on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to be seen, yeah. yeah, and they want to be liked. Yeah. So the fact that he did both of those tells me that he's willing to take a shot, yeah. and as far as I'm concerned, that guy nailed it. He nailed it. I think it was also, it.
0: it probably also helped that Scott Derrickson's coming to him, because obviously Ethan Hawk wasn't Sinister. This is where we see a lot of, like, Ethan Hawke's range to solidify, because in Sinister, you know, he's that writer-dad-scared, mm-hmm. Which and he's then, played
2: that thousands of times.
0: And then he played the villain in Moon Knight, the mm-hmm. Marvel series. Mm-hmm. And then um, the Northman, oh, yeah, we saw you. you. We saw him as, you know, Burley King. Like, yeah. So we're yeah, he seeing, was like, excellent. he's been. And this is all, up. this these last three I mentioned, so Black Phone, M- M- Moon Knight, and Northman North are all within, you know, this year. So this guy's yeah. been putting in work yeah. and range of work yeah. in It'll, the last might... couple of years of shooting, right. you know? And it's just awesome to see that. It really her. reminds
1: me on a, a much grander scale, like a Nicholas Cage is doing now, yeah. Absolutely. where he's going yeah. to more genre-specific stuff. Your audience is much more loyal there. Yeah, mm. they're not. You're never gonna. It's almost like I hate to use the 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 music thing, but you're never gonna hear somebody say, you know, I got into Slayer one summer. Yeah. It's right. not that yeah. kind of music. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? It's not like eh, you <laughs> know, it's, it's not a casual type right. thing. It's a yeah. very intense thing. So these fans and like this this audience I feel like is gonna do nothing but get behind him and that's just gonna fuel him to do more 100%. 100% yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, that we wouldn't expect from him.
0: Yeah. But definitely when Halloween comes around, I'm gonna look into those masks, slick the hair <laughs> back. I've got I think I've got the right length right now for Ethan Hawk. It has to be it like back. a
2: set of masks. Like that, that was another
0: cool thing to like speak of. Do you have chaps? Like, he oh. had chaps. Oh, yeah. Dude.
2: I might, I might. I, you, I mean, Amazon, you might be Talking able to Talking about set them. the world on fire. Yeah. Get some chaps. Wear Mouse. your ass on fire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, uh, speaking of, like, you know, like, behind a mask, let's just talk about the mask. I know you already mentioned, like, Tom Savini, but, you know, the breakaway part was even cool to see that, so you know? Cool. And then you have the frown, mm-hmm. you have the smile, like, depending on how he's feeling. Oh, yeah. I thought the mask was another part that played into this movie really well, and, that's where you get you know a lot of how this guy's feeling in the moment too yeah and mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome
3: now that you say that it was Tom Savini doing the mask that makes sense that it's it's got all this these parts to it yeah. you know oh, that it feels like Tom very Savini. thought through yeah yeah.
1: Savini some people say he's not that great I love Savini I yeah. think that guy oh, I love that Sweeney. guy is the godfather in my opinion of the godfather oh, of, of horror gore man absolutely. that guy yeah. is the man yeah uh, Thomas Vini effects are always great. That's right. In my opinion. I actually <laughs> met him once. Really? Yeah, yeah. Me and, me and another friend met him at a uh, horror convention.
0: He was very nice, complimented awesome. my beard. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, keeping it on the be- basement, um, this is where we meet all the kids that have been kidnapped. Uh, so we have, you know, we already talked about the first kid telling him not to go up the stairs. He wants to play a game, which is, you know, creepy in itself. And then he's sitting up there with the belt. Um, we have the second kid. And each kid is giving him clues on how to escape. Like, oh, Above the outlet, two feet. There's a freezer. Bust out that wall. Try to skip to the freezer. Um, There's a wire tucked away. Like these kids, you know, they tried. They tried. Tried where I failed. failed. Yeah. Yeah. And And, and that's such a sad thing. Like
3: it's
1: it's a useful tool, but it's so sad,
3: man. I love the the phone dynamic. Yeah. And I love how the kids talk through the phone. Um, it's almost like they're speaking in riddles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not yeah. only that, but the... Your arm was mint. Yeah. Right. You almost had me. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. Now, let me ask you guys something. What do you, what is sorry, your... I didn't mean to interrupt me that's all right. No, no, no. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, but what do
0: you guys think on each
1: individual on the phone not knowing who they were? That yes.
0: was that was, that was awesome. I thought that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Yes. And then when he says the, your arm was mint, you almost had me. Bruce? Maybe. Yeah. Like, you know, like... I
2: think. But they, yeah. say, they say that's the first thing to go. Yeah. You still know who you are. You have something that we don't. Yeah. You know, so there was that breakaway that, mm-hmm. like, this is where we're split apart. We don't know who we are anymore. And the paperboy getting you mad still when he doesn't call the paperboy. You still know who you are. Yeah. But so, what was but, interesting,
1: yeah. we talked about it afterwards, it, it sort of goes into, like, that sort of the serial killer psyche of, like, the John Wayne Gacy stuff, mm-hmm. where if I kill them, they belong to me They're in the mom. afterlife. Yeah. They are mine now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that would and be And it's oh. like, you know, these kids... It, Felt sort of like they used that idea. These kids were sort of prisoners to him still. Yeah,
2: yeah. they're like this fucker. Yeah, yeah. First <laughs> F word right? Is that the first one? Fuck no, no. I, first... I, I did it like the first you, five oh, minutes. I, didn't even <laughs> I did it before <laughs> Fort Knocker. was uh, cool. okay. quoting.
3: But uh, Russell, you had something to say. But, yeah, just be, um, before I interrupted, I apologize. I, no, you're fine. I I was just gonna touch on. I love the way like the uh the way they uh, produced the lines. Um, the audio engineering behind yeah. the the actual vocals—it yeah. sounded very pleasant. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a good point. It sounded like it sounded creepy most of the time. You know, you'll get in those movies; they'll do like a preset, yeah, um, sort of thing over the voice, mm-hmm. and it always sounds the same. But this one, you could tell that they were like doing it themselves, and they had a they had a like a hot thought. mic, yeah, yeah, and and. I just love how melancholy it all sounded. Yeah. It really reminded me of um, Silent Hill. Okay. When when you would get a call in, yeah. like, Silent That's Hill true. 2. That's yeah. and, true. And the room specifically reminded me of Silent Hill 4. Yeah. Um, with the with the bot you know when you see the kid with the throat slit and yeah. he's bleeding out mm-hmm. it it was very reminiscent of of Silent Hill for me Yeah, that's, and when we
0: when we say like you know the throat slit and the kid obviously that sounds horrible like oh wow I don't want to go see this movie but like it it had to be there like you know like they yeah. had to show what happened you know right. and but it's still it fun. adds to the story it adds to the story yeah. Yeah. and obviously the scare factor one of mm-hmm. the jump scares so I wasn't mad at it all. I just I hope when we say that it doesn't deter anybody that's watching this, like, oh I'm not gonna go see that.
1: Like it's, yeah. it's still
2: implied enough. Yeah. Like, it's not it like,
1: is not barbaric brutality. No, yeah. no. They're, they're, it, it it handles the child violence very white glove, I yeah. think. Yeah. Everything yeah. is implied. They don't really show the, the the most violence on screen, I think, was, was when probably the belt scene. Well was I was too, gonna yeah. say when Ethan Hawke was holding the kid on the ground outside. Oh
0: yeah. Oh Finn Yeah, Finn Finn, Finn you makes know, his his run because yeah. one of the calls says, you know, Ethan Hawk's sleeping right or I, I keep saying Ethan because we don't know his real name. He's just the grabber. But the grabber's sleeping right now. Like the combination's written on the wall. And that was really cool and you know he oh, that makes was a great his,
2: scene. Very cool.
3: The the scene where Ethan Hawk had him on the ground, we're all adults. We know he's not gonna kill him. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and that's not where the movie ends, obviously, right. but in the moment, it was very convincing. It felt yeah. dangerous. He, he convinced me yeah, that absolutely. he could kill him. Yeah, you know?
2: But well, I, still, I still had that thought, yeah. though. I'm like, you know, that kid, he's a kid. He doesn't know that he's lying. You
3: right, right. Like, that, well, that's probably what they're, you know, exact, yeah. Yeah. conveying to us. Is.
1: I think those are rotten neighbors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, can yeah, that man, man peeled out of that driveway. He <laughs> scarfed and barred on somebody's <laughs> front lawn wrestled a kid to the
0: ground, and not one person stopped him.
2: Yeah, hey man, I don't have much hope for humanity after working. And, and this was in 78. Like, did you imagine what happened
0: now? Yeah. yeah. Somebody did say, like, I think it was Mo. Mo was like, I would have definitely looked out my door and... I mean, that's probably... Well, I mean, I wouldn't have came out, but I would have That's his personality. Person. He's a good person. Oh, I definitely <laughs> would have looked through, like, a window or, like, peeked, you know, through the screen yeah. door. I like, probably, yeah. At first, I'd have first, I'd been like, why is there a van in my yard? <laughs> I'd have called the <laughs> cops immediately. Yeah. There's a don't pervert in, be in be my yard. In <laughs> <a> <laughs>
1: but... Uh, People are watching, pretty watching
2: MASH, you know. They, they don't want to be inconvenienced. <laughs> but... uh so man,
1: i
0: got shit to do
1: tomorrow.
0: So the last kid we hear from is his friend, Robin. And this is where we get that quote again. Remember when I told you and he's like, i should watch texas chainsaw that was hilarious <laughs> yeah. and he's like no no, no no no, that someday you're gonna have to stand up for yourself mm-hmm. and this is where we get you know the, the scene where he's training him you know pack the phone with dirt so it has a little mm-hmm. extra weight step forward step back step forward swing and this is where we start seeing like finn come into form and uh you don't realize it now but like everything the kids told them before comes back into play yes. yes which is that was awesome. awesome but no, I was afraid. um so let's get into the ending um you know, we have, like I said, Robin teaching him, and Gwen is almost there. Gwen's, you know, like a dream away. We get another good line of, like, what does she say? Uh, Jesus, what the fuck, or something like that. You know, yeah. like, like, well, she'd hey, yeah, well, she, she What the fuck? Yeah, she would, would pray, open, up, yeah. open up her little
1: dollhouse, and she would get her rosary out, and she would get her little Jesus fish, and all the, the stuff, and then hmm. she'd start praying because.
2: That's what you believe. Yeah, well, yeah. When you, I mean, she's, she's
0: praying to help her brother.
1: I mean, yeah. yeah. You know. yeah. But then, well, we have dreams, you know, because she, uh, she was praying to have dreams, right? right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Use her
0: psychic abilities. Yeah. Which, to preface the ending, we find out that she got these abilities passed down from her mom, and her mom her, her, took her life because her dreams told her to, mm-hmm. is what her dad said. Right. Um, but- so, I guess a lot of people are upset with, like, we didn't find out more of how she gets her, you know, psychic abilities. And I'm like, I like that. It's, yeah, like, kind I of mysterious. I yeah. yeah. We, nobody, I don't... Nobody
1: wondered how Lorraine Warren was clairvoyant, right? Yeah. Wait, yeah, so, well, wait, 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 wait. wait. We need yeah. an origin story. But yeah. No, we don't, man. So Come on.
0: I wasn't mad at it at all. We don't yeah. need 20 extra minutes of just, you know... Agreed. Unnecessary no. stuff. And that's another great thing. This movie was an hour and 40 minutes, and everything felt like a fit. Yes. Yeah. But, um... Anyways, Gwen's having this final dream where she sees the house. You know, she sees the address. She's seeing a kid that is talking to Finn, which was really cool. Carves the address in the arm. And so she gets on her bike. She's trying to find this house. And the kids appear. And that's one of the jump scares, you know, that got all of us. And they appear to stop her. Mm -hmm. And right in front of the correct house. That's 7741. And that's when she goes to the police. And at this moment, we also get the brother walking downstairs. The brother is. Trying to figure out who the grabber is, he's all set on it. Living with the grabber, doesn't even realize it, but obviously, no, he's coked out. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> shout out to uh, James Ransom, by the way, excellent actor who's also in Sinister. Oh. That's the okay. he played the Kyle. brother. Yeah, the brother. He played oh, the policeman okay. in Sinister. Oh, okay. He yeah. was also in Generation Kill. Oh. Excellent actor. Very. He was also in the It. Part two, which yeah. was a hunk of shit. Yeah, but, um, yeah. he was in it. Yeah. Fair.
3: Now, do you know if that if that gentleman has ever been a Jim Carrey stunt double? <laughs> he should be because he definitely could be. He looks like a younger Jim Carrey. Yeah. I mean, he
0: he was definitely energetic. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, but <laughs> but
2: so at
0: this point, you know, he feels like he's onto it. He sees the door that he's never you know looked into in the house, and he's he decides to check it out after you know second guessing himself at first and he goes he, you know he opens the door and he's like holy shit I knew there was something down here his reaction he, was one of the best it was awesome yeah.
1: he, it was like a little kid finding yeah. his presence in his dad's yeah. closet he yeah. opened that
0: door and went Right. Because Holy was like, shit! Like, yeah. I knew it! <laughs> yeah. he's tracking this whole thing yeah. so he knows what Finn looks like. He's trying to crack the case with the right. police. But um, like at this person. moment, I'm like... Yeah, they turned him into like a... Uh, it was like a he's cool... Like, it was a cool... Yeah. He had
1: like billboards up. Yeah, and yeah. Like, he turned yeah. into like a... Like it was like this coked out detective yeah. car salesman. Like, <laughs> he yeah. he cops
2: knock on the door and he's like, Come on in, guys. Yeah, we got like, this. We got out. this shit. Come on so in. they're over here, okay? They get yeah. us right in here. And, and they're, they're like, awesome. next time you should probably But he was right. Not. Yeah.
1: He exactly. was absolutely
2: right. Dead yeah, this, on. This man. little dick was right. Yeah. And, and it was so cool to see like, the dynamic between... I'm, I'm sorry if I'm getting to no, but... No, you're fine. Like, you know, everybody who is interested in this is doing the job yeah. that yeah. the cops can't even do right, yeah. in the movie. Yeah. And they're yeah. all yeah. figuring it out on their own. You know, yeah. I, I thought that was a cool day. No, it was, yeah, it was awesome. True. Everything worked together.
0: I will say right here in this moment, at this mo- at this moment in the movie, I was like, is this really how it's going to end? Like the brother finds him and the police just show up because of her like psych. Like mm-hmm. obviously, you know, that's cool. She used her psychic ability to find the house. But like at the same time, I was like, I don't want like the police to bust down the doors and pull this kid out. Like I want to see some action. I mean, yeah. as I'm thinking this.
1: I, see, I was thinking Silence of the Lambs. As but I'm it- thinking this,
0: bam, axe to the back of the head brother goes down
3: so <laughs> i i yeah which was an awesome scene i think they held on the door a little too long and let let us figure out that something was coming yeah yeah i yeah. would have appreciated if it was like blind sign. oh holy, you know he says oh holy shit yeah uh, he's at work
2: you know yeah. and yeah. and the axe is in his i'm not gonna off. lie i was expecting as soon as he opened the door and peeked in i was expecting yeah. to just see the axe come yeah Is it bad that I
1: was half expecting the brother to sort of be in on it? I was expecting sort of a Texas Chainsaw. That's what I said in the middle. You're like, I don't think but
0: so. I'm glad that there wasn't. Yeah. I'm yeah, was was like, glad he
1: was like, I got a weird brother, whatever, I'm coked out, and he can do his thing downstairs. Yeah. 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 Turns out the brother downstairs is like way right. more messed up. It's more interesting that way. Yeah.
2: I, I was hoping not, but I was kind of thinking that too. They're going to yeah. do like a scream situation. Yeah, that's I feel like that guy formulated. was really
1: into electric light orchestra. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that a bad thing? It's not, but you know.
0: Don't bring me down. Anyways. <laughs> but uh, that was awesome. And this is where like all the twists happen at once. So, you know, he's like, you made me kill my brother, Finn. He was an idiot, but he was my idiot. And then the police are walking into a house that's empty. And I'm like, how's this house empty? Right. Just, he just axed the man down. And then you find out there's two houses. And that's the Silence of the Lambs yeah. callback, I was saying. Which yeah. was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, yeah, it was, that was great. It was great. So the first five kids are buried in this empty house. And all while they're investigating this house we see everything that was on this phone comes back into play. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he sets up the dog to guard the door. Finn jumps over the hole he was digging that has the rail to the window in there. Mm-hmm. grabber falls in ankle oh, broken no. that there. was brutal you ever yeah. watch like
1: sports injuries like you yeah. know yeah. where it's just like a guy it's just like a yeah. A, yeah. Oh, oh, a broken wing type thing it, ugh, you just look at it, it was like that yeah. his foot hit that cage and rolled and they did not cut away no that was like yeah. that had to be rigged like Savini had to do some kind of rig there or something because that ankle snapped yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Believable. yeah oh, 100%,
0: believable 100% and then this is where we get Robin's advice you know Mm. and then he reaches for him step back swing gets that
3: cha-cha slide he's just, yeah. <laughs>
0: he's just wailing on the grabber at this point shout
3: out Mo he made that joke when we were, when we were in the uh, parking lot
0: but he's just wailing on the grabber now and then this is where we, you know, the grabber gets him and he gets a little swing knocks the mask off and the grabber's like no like, and at this point you're just oh my god this scene is awesome yeah and then start clapping the (laughs) phone starts ringing even though he had obviously cut the cord and well i mean you know the first cord was cut already but he cut the actual cord from the phone that led to the um, receiver the receiver yeah and uh he's like it's for you and it's all the kids like Uh, talking shit finn's gonna kill you and then you just
3: get they were they were re-saying their lines that they had spoke to finn which i thought was awesome
0: yeah and, I mean, just like everything, you know, he's choking him out at this point. He's fighting for his life, but just that final, that, that little pull and, you know, I stance. would have,
1: I would have liked, I'll be honest, I would have liked a little bit more of a fight. A yeah. little bit more danger for Finn. In, yeah. in, I'm not mad at how end it ended. Yeah. yeah, Let's say for argument's sake, he does his cha-cha slide, throws a big hook, gets him down... But this gets a little ugly now where yeah. he's like a, a
2: little like bit hole right. with it. Right. Right. Like in this gets ugly. This yeah. Like yeah. That would it makes Finn kill this dude. Like yeah. 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 And then he gets out his little his little knife. Yeah. NASA rocket. The oh, yeah. rocket yeah. goes,
0: you know, overkill yeah. on this guy that just had him in his basement for probably weeks. Um obviously you don't know the whole timeline. But um Yeah, that's what's that's not even it. Then you get to call back to the freezer. He grabs mm-hmm. a steak, yeah. gets the dog out, and <laughs> at this point, he's it's, yeah. it's it's it was
2: fantastic writing. Everything fantastic. fell together right, right into place. Yeah, and, and like...
0: uh, I, again, we we've talked about obviously we can't talk enough about Hawk or you know McGraw's performances as Gwen and the Grabber, but another shout out to Scott Derrickson because yeah. this movie was so well written, so well directed that I mean he deserves it. He yeah. deserves the shout out. Um, but. At this point, he's walking up the stairs, and I was waiting for, like, the grabber to, like, not be dead. Right. Because he was walking up so slow, it was so ominous. Mm-hmm. But uh, he walks out the front door, Gwen's the first one to see him, and that's when the police, you know, realize... They realize, holy shit, there's two houses. Yeah. But
1: they were kind of inept in that first out We were talking a little bit. Yeah. Like, there were, like, three refrigerators, and they were
0: just like, we're all good! Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. yeah. But the ending... Was, Anything else you guys want to add? I mean, it was, i thought it was fantastic.
2: It's great that he that he came out of there and he like he did it himself. Yes, because yeah. he needed to he needed do it. To. There was a major he character. He to building stand up for, him for himself. himself. Absolutely, a character. Arc, yeah, Finn's like, character
0: arc—one of the best developments in modern yeah. horror. For it, it, sure,
1: it's almost you know it's the 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 sack up moment. You don't have a choice. Yeah. yeah. If you don't sack up, you're gone. And then right. you gotta now. Right. It's
0: also his like only friend who's dead and telling him this do this for me. Yeah. Like, like, Oh, that was brutal. If not for yourself, like,
2: and he's sitting there like, that's my only friend, you know? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah. He keeps his spirit alive too. When he goes back to school, he's the man. Yeah.
0: Right. And that's what we'll get. So obviously the the final scene, you know, we have the dad apologize while they're sitting in the ambulance, but he walks through school and he's the man, you know, like Mm -hmm. you said, he's the man. The three boys at the beginning are like, this dude just killed the grabber. Like, I want nothing to do with him. Yeah. And then this is where we get, hey, Finny, call me Finn. I know you guys aren't a super big fan of that. Personally, I thought it would have just cut out as he's, like, walking through the hallway and that smirk, because he smirks. I wish it just, like, I'd be cool with that. I, I wish it just faded the black. Sure. I'm not mad at the final line. I don't it think is it's, like, it I don't think it's awful, but yeah. I think cutting it at that smirk would have been the perfect time. That's my only, like, you know, critique of what I would have changed as far as writing and direction goes.
2: I. I like that he was like, "Call me Finn," because for me it was. He has confidence. For me, it was the whole movie is a coming of age thing, yeah. you know, and becoming sort of more into adulthood. He's done being the child, Finny. Yeah. You know, now he's Finn. He's Finn.
0: You know, like don't call me Billy, call me Bill, or you know, I, I, I get what you're Bill. saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or William. No, but, but I mean, the, uh, the, the, I mean, it's
1: it's a true it's a true coming of age story. I mean. All oh, you gotta, you just gotta kill a petter ass and then you, know, and,
3: you and, grow yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you gotta do. Take kids. notes. I mean, listen. Take but, notes, kids. You take
1: notes from Finney. You just, you, 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 you clobber a petter ass and you, you get ahead in life.
2: Yeah. Cha cha slide. It's for the phone. So you fill it with <laughs> dirt and just clobber this guy. But, but he also, they, they set up before he got grabbed at the, beginning of the movie they set up him his year partner was the girl that he had a crush on yeah so they set that up and they needed to tie that yeah for, too, for sure know. i just
0: thought i just thought that scene when he smirked i thought you know that would have been cool like fade to black yeah, and that's yeah. where you play you know the final I, score and run the credits
2: but that would have been that would have been i'm not cool. saying
0: i didn't like the ending at all yeah, i'm uh-huh. just saying that's something i thought would have been cool yeah you know but
1: i i i really liked the the community reaction as well in the movie that they actually showed a little bit of a community reaction yeah. it was yeah. like you got yeah, the girls I'm
0: like he killed the grabber well like you know the
1: kids walk by those one or er, yeah. missing posters all the time yeah like or even when Finley earlier on she says you know I'm sorry Fin I know I know that Robin was your friend don't say was there's, yeah. there's yeah. this really mm. difficult thing for all these kids to process this because it's an unnatural thing
0: yeah this isn't like grandma died this is like yeah. this is not a natural thing yeah. no not at all yeah but yeah, Russ, did you have anything to add on the the final line? I know I, we talked about it after the movie, but
3: yeah, I wasn't too stoked on on that last line. Dustin definitely oh, made it grow on me. That,
0: that's a really good point. I was like, yeah. shout out like Dustin. That was that I, makes yeah. sense. You know? I
3: I also think that we're shown that he's grown up yeah. after yeah. this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was kind of it was kind of cheesy. The, the two lines in the movie that made me sort of cringe were his arm is mint when he's choking him out. Yeah. it it was I'm with like, you, Russ. Do, do you really... We know. Yeah. <laughs> he's literally I choking really a like, grown-ass man really like out. I mean, <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to call out the elephant in the room.
1: His arm wasn't that mint. I mean, her, 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 her. <laughs> he took a yard. <laughs> he
0: did. He took yard off that pop stand. I <laughs> wasn't even a big fan of that line when it was first said in the movie, too. Yeah, But, I mean... Five words out of that entire movie,
2: I, I'm not going to complain. Yeah. If, that was cheesy. I guess it still made sense, though, because yeah, he needed his arm. Sure. To, you know, yeah. And, but, and then that last, that that was the a last cool. line.
3: Yeah. Was, it, it also made me cringe a little bit. It uh, it just felt like, we know this already. You yeah. Know, you don't have to say it. But I, I guess he had to say it for himself, mm-hmm. which yeah. is what Dustin has made me yeah. uh, appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah so let's get the ratings out of 10
0: okay Nine what, ten, what, what ten. did we what did we all what did we all rate this movie and then just a yes or no do we want a sequel I think we all probably agree on that one but you know and then your favorite part of the movie like you just your favorite scene oh terrible I'll start with you
1: um ratings wise that's super interesting um. You have to ask what makes a good horror movie I guess or yeah. a good a good thriller. Yeah. And I, for me this checked off a lot of those boxes. Yeah. Great atmosphere, great acting, great writing. Um there was some intense stuff in there for sure. Um I honestly I would probably go 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? Okay. Do mm-hmm. I, I, I would. Um I I don't need a sequel. Yeah. I I don't need a sequel. I I kind of hope that they don't. Do a sequel? I think that that is going to do nothing but oversaturate this world and make think it not scary
0: anymore. Yeah, I think it's in a very similar boat as Sinister. If they just not because Scott Derrickson did both, but because like it did have the Sinister vibes to it. Absolutely. And I think which is not a bad thing. No. Nobody, yeah. No. And I think we can all agree that the second Sinister was not nearly as good as the first one. It looked like the
1: first one. Yeah. That's about. I mean, but the 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 same. Villain wasn't
0: like, but it just wasn't. Right. Which Bagol is? I mean, we we won't get off topic. but Begul is awesome. In, in the first sinister, in specific, but so. yeah, first sinister is incredible.
1: I mean, that's yeah. that's a really
0: good contemporary
1: yes. horror movie. Yes,
3: excellent triple A horror movie. Absolutely,
1: yeah, that was, mm-hmm. I, that's that's one. Speaking of boxes being checked, that's one that checks some hardcore horror yeah. fan yeah. boxes that a normal mainstream movie wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was kind of... kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I think Bloody Disgusting did a... uh, some sort of, like, scientific poll where they were trying to figure out out what the scariest Mm -hmm. horror movie And that was top... Well, well, that was one. Somebody did a scientific
0: poll where they did, like, average BPM. Yeah. And Sinister, I think, came second to, like, a foreign film. But as far as, like, American films, it was number one with, like, outrageous, like, BPM. Like, people's hearts were like going to yeah. explode because of this movie. But um, that was really cool to see the science behind it as well. Yeah. But This movie is definitely not that, though. No, no. It's, and it's I've, already, I've already said like, that. Right. Don't expect anyone right. the there to be like, oh, I'm going to get a jump scare in five minutes, because it's not. But the writing and the story itself is so good that it's well worth the watch. I'm so glad I would, that I don't not know, jump scares. It's yeah.
1: more atmospheric. Yeah. It's a little bit more deliberately paced. Yes. We take our time yeah. with this guy a little bit. It, it's, it the joke
3: scares are tasteful. Yeah. I would yeah, still definitely.
0: keep it, obviously, in the genre of horror. But I would say it's top is psychological thriller. Yeah. Definitely. You yeah. know? But th- that's my take on um Russell, we'll go to you. Out of ten. Do you want a sequel? Sure. Um, favorite? Oh, oh, Turbo, we didn't get your favorite scene. What was your oh. favorite scene? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, you're
1: good. Um, oh, boy. My, mm-hmm. my favorite scene, honestly... It probably was the first, nobody talked about it, was the first scene when the kid woke up. And he's just very delicate. And mm. can, can I get you soda? Do you like soda? Yeah. yeah. You, it, you, I, I I know I shouldn't be, and it was like this dude is, this dude is whacked. Yeah. Yeah. And you could tell the range right there. Because yeah. you, you know he's going to be maniacal. Yeah. But the fact that he pulled it back so much at first to try, this kid is like yeah. a little squirrel. Yeah. He doesn't want to make any sudden movements and, and right. cause any undue possibility of him escaping. Nothing. We're trying to keep this small and intimate, and you're okay. I'll come back and explain things. Everything's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. That, to me, was probably my favorite scene. It just felt like that kid was being so taken advantage of. And I thought Ethan Hawke did it in a really, really... Uh, intense way. He didn't have to get in his face and get yeah. crazy. It was just th- the hint of this guy's level of psychosis yeah. was apparent
3: right there.
0: 100%. Alright, we'll go to your wrestle now. now. Um, out of 10, favorite scene
3: and do you want a sequel? I would probably give it like a, a 7. Okay. Uh, 7 out of 10. I thought it was I thought it was excellent. Um, there were a few things that I would like you know it, that that would make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the first quarter dragged a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it it wasn't really holding my attention as as much as it could have. Yeah. Um, but on a rewatch, I think I would pay more attention. Which or I would, yeah, because I know the rest of the
0: story. <laughs> we'll solidify plans after this. That yeah, that's right, buddy. <laughs>
3: um, do I want to see a sequel? Um, probably not. Yeah, uh, they could maybe do like another movie earlier in the timeline. Yeah. Um like an origin that's of the kind grabber. Of
1: a, that's kind of an interesting idea. I like never thought about the that. Grabber, I would saying? like to
3: see like, I, you know, I usually don't like to see the making of the monster, but yeah. I think in this case it would be kind of cool. Maybe there's some sort of spiritual thing happening there yeah. to tie in with the first one. Yeah. With uh, her mother, um, Gwenny's mother. Yeah. Um, Which maybe, would be excellent as well. Yeah, maybe it's possible that they... they He, he was connected to... Yeah. yeah. So that would be cool. Um
0: I think that might be a possible route, honestly, that they go. Yeah.
3: Because we don't get... I would it.
1: like to see that. Because you're... I mean, you're right. We don't technically get, like, a timeline... How long has she been gone? Yeah. Right. How long... You know... This could be that's a good idea actually. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, favorite scene? I would probably have to say the uh, after after he first wakes up. I really like because he's you're kind of looking around mm-hmm. the uh, basement, and I love the atmosphere of that first scene when when he's checking out the basement. Um, it's between that and the. Uh, the scene where he sees the uh, the kid with his throat slit. Yeah. That that one's probably my favorite. Okay. Um. That great shot. Well, both great. Shotwell great. Extremely. There's
0: there's not really a bad sense movie though. You can't really yeah. go wrong with yeah. this question.
3: I um, love the basement. Yeah. Dustin.
2: For me, I think it was a solid movie. It checked all the boxes for mm. sure. Um. Everything. Everything that is set up gets resolved. You know. Yeah. Um. There's callbacks to things that happen at the beginning of the movie and whatnot. I. Every and everything just falls into place how it's supposed to fall in place narratively for in my opinion and I I'd give I give it an eight out of ten. Okay. Um. It didn't like blow my mind. You mm-hmm. know that would be like a ten out of ten movie. Exactly. So, you know? Um, you know I don't think it went above and beyond, you know? Yeah. But but it narratively speaking, it checked all the boxes. Uh tied up loose ends, great shots, great acting. Uh great music mark corvin I, I think he did the score for okay. the witch and yes, the he wild yes he did wow. oh nice so yeah yeah, yeah. Those, um,
1: the, the, those weird little swells and just it, it this really turbulent low end yeah. stuff is yeah, really dude. cool yeah. Fantastic. it's like it sounds like somebody's stomach in the morning or something <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. you <laughs> know like, yeah. Yeah, it's really weird it's sort of like industrial sounding almost yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah dustin made an excellent point uh, when we were after we watched it when we were out in the parking lot he was, he said um it's very, very seldom you come across a movie that's just good. Yeah. It's either terrible, mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's excellent, and yes. most of the time it's terrible. Yeah, Especially this type of movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I was gonna say especially yeah. just today. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. You, in today's age, you're lucky to have a handful of good movies, especially yeah. horror movies. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of it's remakes too, which you know. Mm-hmm. Hollywood's almost scared anymore to let anybody have creative freedom and I think that's why this movie is yeah, also great it's because like, does anybody it's, know when this
1: was filmed like was this during quarantine because this what was smart about this too is I thought theoretically if if they have to stop shooting they don't really have to you, you got know? two guys you know one kid's in an empty room like, yeah. you can do a lot still I think that had to have been because it was supposed to release in 2021 now the, really? the question is yeah. does the mask have something to do with that <laughs> maybe <laughs> did Savini
0: know. say you know what I'm going (laughs) anti-COVID. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it was supposed to come out in 2021, and it was released early at some festival, like one in Orlando. Um, That's where one of my favorite, you know, content creators, shout out Cody Leach, I'm going to give it to you, even though you have no idea who I am. Um, He had an early reaction because he went to one of those, and he said it was worth every mile of driving. Um, This movie was excellent. So that that made me even more intrigued. I didn't watch his review until after I watched it, but I wanted to see his initial reaction. Mm -hmm. How was his review? his review I mean he spoke highly of it just like yeah. we are he, similar to you know you, you know made the great points well that this guy's was, a smart guy then yeah so but um but yeah I mean they didn't creative freedom was allowed and I yeah. think that's another reason it's it was evident. so great yeah Yeah. for sure not remake after remake right. And that's right a lot of what we get today which I'm not saying that's a bad thing either because I know you two aren't, you know, Top Gun and Tom Cruise, but I've heard the Maverick movie is great. I've I haven't seen it yet myself, but I've heard it's fantastic. I think and sometimes I'd, remakes are good. It's it's not it's not the you know the common thing.
1: But. I think I'd rather see a turd in the cockpit <laughs> with sunglasses on. <laughs> flying oh around. absolutely that works. would be hilarious <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> that fool <full.
0: laughs> but you you know what I'm saying though like yeah. not every like sequel yeah. remake of like you know bringing back you know redoing the same movie isn't terrible but a lot of the time it is and mm-hmm. I like that we got something new here um did do, do you want a sequel for this and what was your favorite scene dustin i
2: i don't want a sequel for yeah. it yeah. i really don't i know they probably will make a sequel for it and if they do I think it would be interesting if, if they did, like, a prequel. That would be best-case scenario. scenario, I think. Yeah. Well Yeah,
1: you guys hit it right on the head.
2: Um, but, because, like, yeah, I don't want to see them brought back to life and coming back and, yeah. you know... I, well, let's, well let's I hope let's they, let's they don't keep go, it go in that reality. Right. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I don't you know. want it to go that route. But right. I think but the sure. reason
1: that this worked so well is because everything was really heavily mm-hmm. based in reality. Yeah, outside of this. maybe he's a ghost. ghost
2: inhabiting the house or something. You know, that might be cool. I mean,
1: the first thing that I thought, too, like, when I... When I'm watching the movie, I'm going. They they literally took a, a haunted house movie mm-hmm. and merged it with like Silence of the Lambs or yeah, just the, m- or Manhunter, like a serial killer. Like I've yeah. never seen those two genres just mashed together. Like it was, that. It was they very did it well.
2: seamlessly. The bland. only
1: yeah.
0: pet peeve I would have with the ghost route is I feel like it'd be very like you know, Halloween-esque of, you know, the thorn and everything. like, mm-hmm. And I wasn't, you know, the biggest fan of that. Halloween, sure. Halloween's my favorite slasher franchise, but I wasn't the biggest fan yeah. of that route. Paul <laughs> Rudd was awesome. He always is. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just thinking... You like that? <laughs> no, no. I'm just kidding. Listen, <laughs>
1: that movie, there was no save in that movie. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing... I mean, it, Still let's be real. It, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
0: that's not what I'm... I'm not saying yeah. I didn't that's like... because we horror junkies. Yeah. But you're a the franchise, it's towards with mm-hmm. Resurrection I know I'll be honest I know. somebody here likes Resurrection don't they did somebody tell me no no you got okay okay good because um, that's the worst by far but it, it, you know it, it's it's down there Yeah, it's down there um,
1: I watched a Paul Rudd interview where he was on Howard Stern and they were talking about because that was his first major motion picture because it was the Dimension yeah. films yeah he, it was his first major he had just done Clueless and I was kind of bummed out that Rudd did not speak uh, he spoke very poorly of that movie um, and I was like, I don't really like the guy anyway, but like, I don't, I don't, you don't
0: need to dump on it. Yeah. You know, you know. what I mean? Like, well, it makes you look bad, honestly.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, yeah.
0: But, sorry, we keep cutting you off. Oh, stuff, he's totally okay. <laughs>
2: favorite scene? Um, My favorite scene is when he's, uh, when the grabber passes out trying to play Naughty Boy, hmm. and he's in the chair, and he's I like, like, Naughty Boy. Yeah, you know, and and the kids trying and Finn Finn's trying to undo the of course the, padlock the third try and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought that was a great <coughs> suspenseful yeah. scene. Yep,
1: yeah, that was yeah, that was
3: it. Really did that well. I mean, yeah. it was
1: up there with the pace. building that tension. Man. Yeah, hundred um, percent. That was up there with like the first, and obviously it's not as good, but like some of the tension of that first alien. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. for sure. As for me. Everyone that's been watching us knows that I'm, I am generous and, and I just love movies in general that like, if you get under a five from me, it's probably time to like find a new career path (laughs) because that's just how, that's just how I am. I'm, I I just love movies. So my brother told me like, I was like, I don't know if I could be like a movie critic because I am generous. And he's like. Well, sometimes, and especially these, you know, these days where there's not a lot of positive things, right. people need a positive movie you right. guy. Like, this guy just loves movies so much that he's generous on his ratings, sure. but he provides, you know, obviously why. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was sitting around nine for this one, and then I, I, I gave it a boost because of the originality. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I liked seeing that. And I would say nine, five to ten for me. My ten is a movie that I could rewatch. Again and again, and this is definitely a movie I can see myself rewatching oh, again and yeah. again. I, well, if you put this movie on for 24 hours, I would be entertained, entertained for 24 hours mm-hmm. on repeat. You know what I mean? That and, and That's where I'm kind of, you know, leaning toward, like, it's in between a 9, 5, and a 10 for me. I, I love this movie. It's probably going to be my favorite movie of 2022, which is saying a lot because you guys know I'm a big Marvel fan, and Thor Love and Thunder looks like a movie I could love, <laughs> but... Yeah. I mean, honestly, Thor, Love, and Thunder will probably finish third of The Northman, because I love that movie as well. So, Ethan Hawke's having a great year, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what I'm gonna say. For, for me, <laughs> for
1: 2022 so far, th- this is number two. The Northman is still number one. Okay. This yeah. this was close, but it, it just wasn't as... Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, it, But, but yeah. it was excellent. I'm not taking anything yeah, yeah, away yeah. from and, it. Yeah, so it was,
0: And I would say, right now, this is my favorite movie of the year. Like I already said, and I don't know if it's going to get The Throne, because... I don't know if Nope's going to be that good. Gr- like, I think Nope can be good, but I don't know if... It, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not anticipating Nope that much. Halloween ends. We already saw what Halloween Kills was, and obviously I think we're all in the same boat. I don't know if everybody here has watched That's is so watching, sad. Just, that,
2: um, that's... Just put... Just, that is on. just... <laughs> a, well, <especially laughs> put a knife for, through the jugular. Especially for funding. all of us.
1: I mean, that is such a, a close-to-heart yep. series. Yeah. And... To just literally watch people just drag it through the mud, man, and just not do it. Which sucks because twenty
0: eighteen I thought was so good. Yeah, twenty eighteen was great. Twenty eighteen was solid. I
1: would have given honestly, I would have given twenty eighteen probably a seven. Yeah, yeah. 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 Kills
2: was like it was like a a fun house, like like let's see him kill everybody as much people as possible. (laughs) You know, like oh my god, it's Michael Myers. You know, yeah, yeah. This was yeah. yeah. So Halloween Kills
0: obviously hasn't set up my expectations for ends. Very well. And that's why I think it's going to be harder to throw in this movie for me for 2022. Not even, not in general, but like in the genre of horror as well. You know what I mean? Can I ask you a, a question off topic, Will? Yeah. 100%. What is a 10 out of
1: 10 for you in horror? It, it doesn't have to be contemporary, but like just so that I'm. In general. Yeah. So
0: anything gets a boost, like good. I said, if it's a movie that I can put on repeat, anything's going to get that, that, that boost. Um, but it's just a movie. If there's at no point in the movie, this is this is a big thing I know. And like, as for critics back then, this obviously means nothing to them because this wasn't even a thing. But if it's a movie where I'm watching at no point I want to reach for my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're in this generation now yeah, where at, attention span sucks. Absolutely. And you know, I'll watch movies and you know, like at home, and I'm like, and I'm like, no, sit it down, you gotta watch. Mm-hmm. And, but at no point in this movie where I was like, because my phone was in the cup holder next to me, at no mm-hmm. point was I like, like I was. Yep. I was you doing in the entire time, yep. and when a movie can do that, uh, I, and I'm definitely not, you know, the majority when it comes to attention spans, because my attention span is probably a lot better than a lot of people in this, you know, generation. For sure, time. yeah. Time, but um, so I'm definitely in the minority, but still at the same time, there's movies that you know where I'm just not into them like that, and this movie wasn't one of them. Yep. this movie it it grabbed me from the beginning and it never let go. So, what would you? Okay. But, I mean, there's a lot more that factors into it, too. Like, acting's big for me. Like, right. Like, acting is atrocious, it can make a movie bad. Oh, for um, sure. And direction. And I think Scott Derrickson is solidifying himself. Every time he releases a movie, because Sinister was up there for me. Doctor Strange, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a great movie of all time, but top ten Marvel. And that's that's a lot to say for me. You know, I haven't I have I haven't see it. seen
1: it, but I've heard people I mean, it's one that it.
0: if you're going to watch a Marvel movie, as you guys... I would
2: recommend
1: it. That's you. the one that's like super inception. Um, yes. like yeah, yeah like it. Like it. Yeah, a lot like,
0: uh, yeah.
1: I'm going to see it a
2: lot, lot more now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, you find
2: out. Scott yeah. Merchant, but
0: yeah. And so, you know, direction's big, writing's big. Like, look at the Nightmare on Elm Street. Anything would, that, would you give that first one a 10? Probably around a 9.5. I mean, I, it's nine, one I, of my I, favorite that. horror movies of all time. It's excellent. And anything Wes Craven is involved in is fantastic. When you lose him, the movies aren't as great. He and either. that's my point. You know, direction's big, writing's big. Yeah. Acting, obviously, is big in any movie, because if the act... I mean, as much as I'd love to be an actor, I know if you threw me into a movie, I'm not putting out a performance, like... Twenty percent as good as what Ethan Hawke. You know what I mean? Don't like, sell yourself short. <laughs> you I'm in the life. same boat as Dustin. I would love to. St- I, like I've been working on something as far as writing goes, and I'd love to write movies and maybe make a cameo in any movie that if I like, if like a Hitchcock happened. type thing. Yeah, like you know, like there's a movie where they're eating breakfast in the scene. I'm the server, you know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> so that I'm long dabbling long. in writing, I guess. But um, there's a lot of factors that you know go unsaid, but they're kind of you just you know you have to, and that's you know the big ones direction. Mm-hmm. Writing, uh, special effects like sometimes cheesy special effects are fun, but yeah, when you have really oh, good yeah. ones, it makes the movie even better. Absolutely. Like in this movie, the ankle everything breaking, was super. Which real I was gonna good. say it, that know, final scene. I, I guess that's probably a cliche of me to say that's my favorite scene, but everything from the axe to the back of the head to you know the final like, <clears throat> but that ankle yeah. breaking in particular. Just, you know, you're like, ooh, like you, you, even the sound, it effect, was, a, even I the, was the, the sound, sound effect, it wasn't like a snap. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was more like a clunk pop. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I bet <laughs> yeah. He,
2: I he built like a fake leg and he like, I bet he didn't, there was he weight, like shoved it down like, in there. There was something. like a weight on or
1: something.
0: Because you could tell as soon as it hit, it was just snapped yeah, over. Like, yeah. yeah. So uh, there's a lot that plays into it behind the scenes. But like the, the short story I would say is, you know, a movie that. Grabs me and holds me the entirety of it, and something that I can put on repeat definitely is gonna, you know, like I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Back to the Future. There's for sure. two movies that I could watch.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Who about you? you know? guys? That's
2: ten just, out of ten for me. I,
0: yeah, well, I mean, you know what? Well, but I'm also yeah. I'm also more generous too. Like I already said, I, I am a generous. But
2: that's not that's
1: not a bad. No, thing it's I don't think it
0: is either. I'm just I, I am a, a more generous guy. I mean, like. Ferris sure, Bueller's Day Off I give a 10 and I mean people are like oh it's a comedy it's not better than an 8 and I'm like okay <laughs> calm down Ferris like, yeah.
2: Bueller's, yeah. Bueller's Day Off is, is I mean, did it affect your senses that it was trying to affect well it did it's job yeah. It's yeah, 10 exactly. 10. exactly you know
1: Abe Froman was the sausage king of Chicago <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> I've actually used that name as a fake name one time like, this <laughs> someone asked me to sign up for something I said Abe Froman she didn't get it, it
0: <laughs> and it, like I said it's a movie too like If I watched, I'm like, man, I would watch it again right now. And another movie that's really like that for me, and I guess it's in the psychological thriller aspect, is American Psycho. Mm. American Psycho is a movie. Every time I watch it, which isn't enough, but every time I watch it after I'm done, I'm like, man, I want to restart that right now. And if I have the time, I do. But sometimes you know, like it's like two in the morning, like ah, no, I got work tomorrow, I should go to bed. That's it. That's another good book. You should read that. Yeah, but that's 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 my point. Is if it's a movie that I could definitely like put on again, and I'm I'm not gonna be like, oh, we're doing this again. It's probably gonna be close to a 10 for me you know but that's
1: me Do you guys i mean that's good criteria i mean honestly because a lot of times you know you i guess it's
0: more objective than su- or yeah objective than subjective but obviously you know that's where the, the direction and cast or acting plays in as more as objective but subjectively it's that for me right. i'd
3: like to add a uh, crutch to turbo's question uh top 10 horror movie or a 10 out of 10 horror movie within the last 10 years oh shit can can you name one? The well, lighthouse. Yeah. for me, yeah, for me, you would. So you, you you would have a lot of replay value for. Them. I
2: I could watch the lighthouse all the time. The lighthouse is excellent. It yeah. blew, it blew my mind the first time I watched it. I know, I, I know it's like a slow movie, so it's not everybody's cup yeah. of tea. But like, I like that. Just Robert Pattinson
0: and Willem Third. incredible in everything incredible they do. Incredible well, most things they do, but honestly, but the writing is yeah, great. You know,
1: that's a tough question. In the last ten years.
0: Sinister. Missed... Sinister It's probably ten out of ten for me. Yeah. I, I and that's you know, just another shout out to Scott Derrickson. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wrote and directed both of these movies I mean, for me. But Sinister was solid. I mean,
1: honestly, The Witch for me, I think. Yeah. The, when I saw The Witch, that was one I think you and I talked about it where it's it it not only it, it doesn't just insinuate, mm-hmm. it shows you behind the yeah. door. Yeah. And it kind of gives you that feeling of Maybe I shouldn't be watching this. Yeah, like should I should I turn this off? Right. Yeah. I mean the 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 not to get too graphic or you know spoiler alert that the breastfeeding no, season kind of of with yeah. the crow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is
0: like way messed up. That like, was wild. Yeah, <laughs> we're the theme. Two directors getting a huge shout out in this video: Scott Derrickson and Robert Eggers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because we already talked about the Northman too. How it's yeah. probably. I'm not an Agers fanboy, though. Let's just get that out
1: there. I'm not like, <laughs> <laughs> fawning over the guy. I'm, I'm
2: an Eggers fanboy, man. <laughs> man. I think he's fantastic. <laughs> like, like, <I> you. <laughs>
0: but any 10 out of 10 say on you, Russell?
3: I would have, as soon as Turbo asked me, I, I thought,
0: well, it, maybe, I, I
3: mean, that's easy. You know, Halloween is a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. Okay. But what, the thing is my favorite horror movie of all time. And Why? It's so fucking good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, it's tremendous. That's it's incredible. It's, it's amazing.
3: That was, that, was a, that was a pivotal movie for me because that was like one of the first horror movies that I had ever seen. Okay. And it encompasses everything that I love about horror. Mm. But recent horror movies would be a harder thing to have major replay value. Absolutely. You know, 100%. and the first movie that I thought of was The House That Jack Built. Okay. I love that movie. It's not only a horror movie, but it's like so romantic, his relationship with his dream. Mm-hmm.
1: thats a, They go hard in that movie too, man. Because yeah. the, that's a a Lars von Trier, isn't yes, it? Yes. no shout did. out. Yeah, Lars von Trier. <laughs> that dude, I mean, that guy, he's, he's I, on some other shit. You know, shit, I man. have
3: not seen any of his other movies. I need to. But in The House That Jack Built specifically any time i could watch i could watch that movie and it's hilarious it's horrifying the ending i cry every single time i watch the ending of that movie he goes and is walking through his layers of hell mm-hmm. uh, sorry if if no you haven't seen this movie yet spoiler in <laughs> the corner of the thumbnail yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't look at it on you <laughs> and he gets to his personal heaven and is given a glimpse of it. This is what you could have had. And, and, and it's. And he sta- and he's standing there. And that single tear rolls down his cheek and is guided back into walking through the rest of his hell. I, oh, and at great. the very end, throughout his entire life, he has been saved. Mm-hmm. And not this time. Yeah. This time he pays his toll. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. That, yeah, that it's, was like straight from the inferno. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, speaking of tears, I almost got one running down
0: from this guy speaking. I I do like that you mentioned like Halloween's a ten out of ten, and things ten out of ten yeah. because it's one of the nostalgia does play into it because Lost Boys from is ten out of ten and it's one of the first horror movies I ever and I mean and that's not like one of the most scary or you know like you know special effects horror movie you could ever watch but I mean there are you know but. It does play a factor that, you know, first movie you watched, I love Killer Clowns, Lost Boys and Gremlins, because oh, yeah. they were three of the first scary movies I watched. And they're all excellent. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, everything about them. Lost Boys is probably one of my top five movies of all time. That's just my opinion. See, though. now, yeah,
1: for me, like 10 out of 10, all time is very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, contemporary stuff for me is a little bit easier, because in my opinion, I have I'm a very cynical guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think it's all crap. <laughs> and you know I show up to a movie and I'm kind of like I've seen it all before it's all crap prove me wrong Yeah, yeah. and it's not the attitude to have it's not
0: but bounce, we gotta bounce off each other after. that's right, <laughs> you know? that's that's right. right. The, guys, the yin and yang over here yeah. Yeah. you start at a five yeah. <laughs> but like you know
1: it, it sounds cliche but when you go back and watch movies like The Omen or even The Exorcist I cannot stand the uh, negative comments that those movies get from younger people, mm. when they say things like that, it's not scary. I laughed at The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. That to me shows that you have no comprehension of what's happening on screen. Yeah, yeah. the girl is not what we are afraid of. Mm-hmm. This is not. There's nothing funny about what she's saying. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, that movie, The Exorcist. Still, it sounds corny, and everybody's going to say even hey, you know, a horror movie fan to this day is still. In my opinion, the best horror movie ever made. You cannot beat that movie. I respect that for sure. Because from beginning to end, the book, the film, it does not play like a horror film. Mm -hmm. If you read it, it's like a detective film. Everybody forgets that there's a murder going on. In the midst of all this paranormal stuff, there's a murder that is going on. And that, with Kinderman, is showing up, wondering what's happening with all this stuff. And Reagan through this director out the window and there's mm. so much happening in that movie that yeah. people don't give credit to anymore yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was a 90s answer to say the Exorcist and people now give it yeah. an eye roll mm-hmm. and it's
3: it really shouldn't well I think the generational divide for that movie is um, is like I remember when my mom um, she she touted the Exorcist as as this great horror movie and when I was... In middle school, that's when I started watching horror movies. I had already seen *Nightmare on Elm Street*. I had seen *The Thing*. I had seen *Halloween*. Three great movies. And, excellent. Um, way. Excellent. Yeah. And
1: you started off on the right track, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I had not seen, seen *The Exorcist. Dream Warriors*. No. Hell yeah.
3: <laughs> I I had not seen *The Exorcist*, but it was it was you know, it it had a, a large award over its name. Yeah. And, that can be a curse as and well, that, though. Th- yeah, mm. so I went into it thinking that I was going to get a th- the thing—a Halloween, a Nightmare on Elm Street—where that was not at all what I was. No, it's
1: it comp- it's yeah. Yeah,
3: but so I didn't I didn't get to appreciate it when I was in middle school. But watching it now, you know, I can take my time yeah. and and yeah. really pay attention now that I have a grander scope of all the. Um, suits that horror can wear.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I think when you're talking The Exorcist as well, this might just be how I think about it too. You also got to think like in the aspect that you're going back to watch a movie from 1973, which back sure. in 1973, horror was a very underdeveloped genre.
1: Absolutely. People had never... I mean,
0: you had what? You had Psycho. Outside of the... Like, Nazi, that's not even the same genre. You know, that's that's more slasher than anything. So this is like the first big unholy movie you know, delivered to us and so you can't go into it thinking like, you, you know what I mean, like it was an underdeveloped genre and for the time specifically, fantastic. I, I still love it today. Oh yeah, I mean, you gotta think people had never <laughs> seen anything like this. Yes, yet. And that's what I'm saying, like imagine like being there in 97 when the hit theaters and you're like, what did I just watch? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's something, you know, today's, generation we we go into it not thinking that you yeah know. right we've, well now we' the same we're thing. spoiled with these it, special it, effects you know and yeah well
1: yeah. now but you you would have watched the making of leading into it you would have known mm. how they do the bed elevation scene mm. you would have oh I see what they're doing there mm. and then, yeah. it, it, it it does kind of take you out of the movie it, it, it does like, like
0: it's like a magician telling his secrets yeah mm. but it is too discredited I totally agree it's too discredited these days um, and I, I, don't, I don't know if I'd give it a 10 out of 10 just because of, like I said, on my scale, it's, I don't know if it's a movie I could rewatch on repeat, but it's a movie every time I watch it, I'm entertained. Mm. I, I, I think that
1: there's another gentleman uh, that is on this panel that needs to watch that movie. Um, <laughs> I think he knows who he is. I know he's not a big horror fan. Yeah. But I think if one film needs to be seen in the horror genre... This is the one to watch. Yeah, I'll see if I can get him the commode for it, Drew. You absolutely will have to hold him back to the car though this time. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Friday the Thirteenth was easy because it's you know it's it's fun, but realistically it's not as scary as you. But I, I mean, I really think he will enjoy. Like if he gets, if you get over that
1: initial shock and fear and stuff, there's it really is a good story there. It sounds lame, but good ultimately does triumph over evil in that story. It does have that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds silly, and everybody thinks it's a Satan movie. Well, it really isn't. Yeah. You you can always tell somebody's stance when they watch that movie. Mm -hmm. Because if they watch that movie, and they're like, the devil's in the celluloid, turn it off, I don't want to see it. (laughs) I know where you're coming from. right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But other people are like, it doesn't bother me. So there's
0: this huge range there, I feel like, with... All horror movies, but specifically that style. Yeah, mm. subjectively, you know, it's top tier. Or objectively, is what I was saying, like it's it's not a movie I could read, but it's it does entertain me every time I watch. You know, still probably for me nine to nine five. Um, but yeah, I, this genre is awesome. Obviously, it was it was it was, it was it's regressed um, today's. Definitely, when you said last ten years, we don't see. You know, as many good horror movies coming out. But we still get we still get mm-hmm. our, you know, occasional, like, this one right here. We, we talked about The Black Phone.
3: and
2: Well, that's why it will be remembered. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Because exactly. it's yes. all the crap. Yep. <laughs> you know.
3: Well, there's a lot of business going on before I'm hoping so,
0: Halloween know. ends fix itself after Kills, but I just don't have high hopes for that when we're talking about 2022. I'm hoping they, you know, listen to the fans. Yeah. But... Well, no. I have a feeling it's just going to be like you know again do, do you think kill, kill 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 maybe kill, that's you know? the
2: problem maybe maybe they are listening to the fans too much I agree yeah maybe well, the maybe not the right fans yeah I'm I listening to the right fans. Right. That, that's I a mean, good point
1: uh, off topic but could you imagine if Social media was around when Empire Strikes Back.
2: Oh my God!
1: Happened. You would have had
2: Rise of Skywalker. People,
0: yeah. people would have
2: swerved, shit themselves,
0: swerved. and they would have just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: just
2: went nuts. So every talking
0: head on on social. I want media, this to
1: happen. I want this to
0: happen. Yeah, that's a big reason why too. Honestly, like technology advancing has obviously helped enhance special effects, but in the other sense, on the fan side of technology, <clears> it's it's hurt movies. Hollywood's scared to take these shots because, absolutely, you know, and that's, it's what sucks. And that's why this movie, again, was so good because imagine a movie today called The Black Phone where there's, mm. you can't get away with kidnapping yeah. like that when there's, you know, cell phone and it's so yeah. much easier to track. Like, yeah so that's where, you know, taking the 70s route as the setting was also the right route to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, we could keep talking for hours. Yeah, but I think we have. Do we have anything to add on The Black Phone before we close things out here on episode 14? Excellent film. That's
1: all I'm gonna say. Just
2: excellent film. Must watch. Yeah, must watch. Yeah. Any horror fan, you you must watch it.
0: If you're a horror fan, definitely watch it. Even if you're not a horror fan, I say it's worth the watch. Absolutely. Like I already said, it's gonna go down as one of, if not the best movie of 2022. I agree. And it's only best horror movie. It's only June and I'm saying it. Like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna call my shot now. I don't know if there's gonna be another movie that tops this in the next six months.
1: I mean, nothing that I've seen. Yeah. you know trailers for that I'm really hopeful for. I mean, there's and some, obviously there's you've, already,
0: stuff. you've already said you like The Northman more, but like as far as my, my I don't think there's anything that's going to top it for me. Uh, there's definitely not a horror movie that's going to top no. it for me. Yeah, no way. I don't think so. Unless like they can fix Halloween Ends, but I, and I'm highly doubting that. So all, <laughs> I'm, all I'm hopeful for, all I want out of Halloween's end,
1: Halloween Ends is a good score. Yeah, honestly, no, yeah. I want John Carpenter's score. That's all I'm hopeful for. The two yeah.
3: things I'm most excited for is that score. The second thing is the box set that will come out. The 4K box set. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's the... I just want the box set. Shout, Shout out to me. You fact, yeah. we can <laughs> get that out now. And the box that I have doesn't If you include... can hook up Will with uh, four copies of that, I will gladly take one.
1: Yep. And I will <laughs> review it ten stars. Yeah. <laughs> we got you. But also, Will, uh, I, I just wanted to thank you for having us on. Oh, I'll say Thank you guys for coming it. on. This is I, excellent. I, I really appreciate it. the invite. This is of excellent. Of course,
0: I, I figured, like... I had talked to you guys before. I'm like, what am I going to have you on? And I was like, you know, these three would be good when something new in the horror genre comes out because, mm. you know, you can have your rank, but I thought you guys would be fun with this and obviously we got to go see the movie together which is, you know, fun and It's a Great stuff. group to see it with too. Yeah. yeah, yeah that was, was fun. a
1: fun group to go with. So
0: when Drew said, I'm out, I'm like, I know the perfect three guys. <laughs> you would have liked it though. And the only thing that yeah. shout out to Noah because Noah's another great horror. Yep. Buff. Shout out to Noah. That's where I wish I had a fifth mic. Yeah. But when I was thinking, I was like, you we know, could have had him sit on Dustin's lap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's or right. I, I, could, have have sit or I could sit on his lap. Or I could sit on his lap. Yeah. Maybe on
2: his shoulders too. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I but Noah really saw it with, with us. Right. us. I'd be able to sit with Yeah. Noah saw it with us.
0: So speaking of you know the great crew, obviously Mo, we've had him on this already. Shout out to Mo. No, you'll be on this. Trust me, you will be on this podcast. Um And then, you know, we have Jeremy, Rosie, you know, just a fun group. Absolutely fun group. But uh, that is it for episode 14. As always, we thank you all for watching and listening. Uh, Make sure you check out the website, www.culturebubs.weebly.com. Make sure you follow the social links down below. And as always, we will talk to you all soon. Peace.